a little bit I'd have been okay with, but that thing was hanging out way too much. Instantly, I knew this was going to be a hit. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that was just getting hyped up by listening to some Metallica. We were. Sometimes I like to put on some music uh, as Jack is putting on his uh, earbuds and uh, trailing in here slowly. <laughs> Today it was Metallica and it got me hyped, man. Metallica's good. Metallica's so, so good. Yeah, so good. Nice gritty sound. Uh, seen them three times. Best concert I've ever seen, bar none. Not my favorite band of all time, but they fuck. Rocked it. Oh my gosh. I saw them at a tiny venue back in 86 and fuck, man. <laughs> I had no idea. Just drained walking out of there just because of all the energy. Like you expelled energy. I mean, I might have been headbanging. I don't, I don't know, but it was fucking Probably it were. Was so fucking good. So fucking good. But they're doing a big release of the Black Album. It's like a box set, if they still call them box set. It's got like a bunch of extra songs and DVDs bonus and features collectible things and you asked me how old that album was and it's 30 years old damn which makes me feel really old because it came out the year that I got out of the army <laughs> and that was 30 fucking years ago man wow that's not okay that's not okay not okay at all well anyway I'm Vince I'm Jack and we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation but more importantly spending quality father son time together this is episode number 124 wow mm-hmm I or could have hit a rhyme that said your mom's a whore that would not have been nice <laughs> how much things I say are nice or you could have channeled your inner James Hetfield and be like well that was really bad ooh yeah was that better that was better <laughs> I would keep doing it, but it would morph into a Southern Baptist preacher. So <laughs> I can always do it. The ones like who's about to speak tongues. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah, I could definitely see it turning into that. Come down the aisle. <laughs> Repenta, you sinners. So bad. All right, let's not fuck around here. <laughs> let's travel out these doors and into the lobby. That was experimental. Because it's lobby time with Vincent Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. All right, a couple things. Number one, have you ever gone to the bathroom just to fart? Like at work? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, not at home. Yeah. So I've gone to the bathroom at work with the intention of pooping, but then I, I fart a ton. And it was like it was just built up. And so I guess, but not if I... Not have, on purpose. You know, not on purpose. Because on Monday, I had to do that. It was just building up, and they kept wanting to come out and kept wanting to come out, and I'm walking around, and we've talked about how I farted out loud like twice at work, and I'm worried that if I do it again, they're going to be on to me. Yeah, I, I was thinking, this is, yeah, this is not a good day. So I just went to the bathroom, and I just farted a whole bunch. <laughs> it was like letting the air out of a balloon, man. They all just kind of came. Wow. And then I went back uh, about my day. So I was just curious. It's the first time I've ever done it in uh, 52 years, but I, uh, I can see me doing it again in the future. <laughs> I can too. <laughs> All right. So this happened today also, and I know it's happened to you before. When somebody says something to you and you don't understand it and you go, huh? And then they say it again and you don't understand it and you go, huh? And then they say it again. And well, you still well, don't well, understand I'm saying, it? how many times do you say, huh, before you just kind of nod with that look on your face? Twice. Twice. <laughs> Me too. I the did third that time, I'm like, they're about to be pissed, like, even <laughs> though they're not speaking English anymore at this point. Like, yeah. And then I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that today. <laughs> I have no idea what so, one of my coworkers said twice. And then, uh, so the second time, I was just, just kind of, eh. you know, I didn't even say, uh-huh, just, yeah. eh. And just kind of just so annoying. Like I don't understand how that even happens. I mean, I, like, I'm you, not hearing poorly, and they're not talking poorly. Then why don't I understand? I mean, sometimes it might be the distance between you, or uh, just other noise going on. I don't, I don't know, but it, it, it's it's really fucking annoying. And and here's the thing: Would you 
be pissed off if somebody said no what like three times or four times and i just thought of that no i'd be like yeah. i'd repeat it again be like oh maybe hey you walk closer to him or something like that or you you're like uh you know you try to be courteous about it to let them hear it mm-hmm. all right and lastly uh little congratulations are in order yeah jack boy got a uh, promotion at work mm-hmm. they don't know the real jack <laughs> <laughs> no seriously man I'm i'm super proud of you thank you that's big man <laughs> Yeah, you're a 20 year old supervisor. Never been a had. I'd never had a manager position before. Mm-hmm. Always been bottom of the food chain. You're gonna be somebody's boss now. I can boss around those fuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you excited? Yeah, I'm excited to make more money. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I just wanted uh, the world to hear that my boy got a promotion and Dad's proud. <laughs> All right, got anything else? I do not. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the what. Oh, this just in. It's time for Ask Jack. Oh. (laughs) I think we say Ask Jack first and then the music, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you mess it up. It's whatever. I don't mess up, though. Yeah, you do. All right, so we do have a couple of questions. One from our podcasting BFF co-captain Erica, and one from our podcasting BFF from the film stripping podcast, co-captain Chris. That's a mouthful. You had to make that as difficult as possible on yourself. It was very difficult. You, you could have just been like, we have uh, one from both of the co-captains of a film stripping podcast, uh, Chris and Eric. No, I wanted you to think that it could have been somebody else, like maybe Gary, <laughs> whoever the fuck he is these days. Uh, Who's it going to be? Erica. Erica. She felt so sad in that. that uh, when did she sound sad? Uh... It was when they were announcing their end, right? Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're, I'm going to pick Erica's because she sounded more upset, and also she has to deal with being pregnant, so <laughs> <laughs> at least I can do. Being pregnant's tough. I, I'm sure. She's about to go through the part where she feels like she's climbed mountains all day long, and she's going to be sacked out on the couch like within like 30 minutes after she gets home. And she's going to have to get bigger shoes. Yeah, because the swollen feet. Yeah, none of them are going to fit. That's pretty rough. Hey, every lady needs a good excuse to go out and buy some new shoes. (laughs) But yeah, your mom, man, she would just crash out on the couch like at 7 o'clock at night, and she'd just be out. What was it, like pickles and cream cheese that she ate too? Um, Subway? Oh my gosh, we'd go to Subway, and she would would almost like be clapping as they were putting stuff on her food. Like, (laughs) oh, black olives, (laughs) some onions, (laughs) some bell peppers, She was so excited (laughs) for Subway. And she used to go to Sonic and get a uh, foot-long coney or chili cheese coney without the wiener. Which is, I mean, the bread with it on is super good, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I like the wiener with it too. All right, let's get to it. Do you want horse tranquilizer? No, Uh, please. Just kidding, I don't have that. All right, you ready? Here we go. Jack, let's just say like aliens showed up in your backyard and they were like, Yo, we got to take you with us. And you're like, do you say yes or do you say no? And I want to know why. That's a that's a really good question. How how much is he allowed to? Well, I guess he can't ask you questions about it. That's just what you get, right? That's all you get. Hey, come with us. Yes. Are they pleasant about it? Can I ask you that? Are they are, yes. they, are they polite and pleasant? Yes, but yes. So if you don't go, then someone else in your family has to go. Ooh, does he what? get to choose who it is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so either mom, dad, or sister. Oh, no fuck. animals. Okay. <laughs> when she said to someone else in the family, I was like, okay, third cousin. Like, fuck off. Hell no, I'm not going. What if I never get to come back? But then if I have to send somebody else, then I'm going to go. So I guess, yes, I'll go. Um, and if they're pleasant about it, hopefully they're being nice. I don't want something like 13 inches up my ass. Why is that the go-to, that aliens are going to stick shit up your ass? I don't know. Because somebody said it one time, and everyone was like, alien anal probe, and it became the the shtick. I guess No so. pun intended for aliens. What if the aliens looked like the ones from Dude, Where's My Car, who would give oral pleasure if you gave them the transfunctioner? <laughs> would it be easier then? No, because... Well, you already got oral pleasure in your CRV. So. I knew it would freak me out more. I'd see that and I'd be like, aliens don't fucking look like that. Like, they're hiding something 
and they're like super nasty, and so they're trying to trick me into coming or something. So, fuck that. It would have the reverse effect on me. They were trying to trick you into coming. <laughs> yeah. Well done. I mean, it's feasible that aliens could look just like us, and that there's an Earth somewhere else that is just advanced uh, 200 years above where we've advanced. You didn't and- say look like us. You said look like the fucking strippers. Oh. Like super hot ladies. I, I just meant looked human. I, I know, and, but and like that, that's not just <laughs> that's not just looking human. That's looking like a very specific thing and they're like, oh, human male loves boobies. Turn into boob ladies. Convince him to come with us. Okay. In old probe extensively. Yeah. Okay, we're going off the basis that they're pleasant. So Well they're pleasant to you. Yeah. But I'm pleasant to your mom when I want things too. Yeah, when you wanted to put the Red Baron in the oven. <laughs> yeah, I had to put it in myself last night. Yeah. You want to do another? Sure. All right, let's do another. Okay, I got an Ask Jack, too. <laughs> okay. All right, this... I'm sorry, this is going to be a little rough, okay? So, <laughs> so bear with me here. Jack, the unthinkable happens. Vince passes away. Mm. It's, it's tragic. He dies in a tragic... Fast food drive through <laughs> tragedy. <laughs> do you or do you not continue the podcast? I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Vince tragically dies and we all mourn for an appropriate amount of time. It's sad. It sucks. Okay. However, your mom needs to move on. <laughs> Which of these three celebrities do you want to come in and be new daddy? <laughs> Okay, is new daddy going to be Matthew McConaughey? Is new daddy going to be Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> or is new daddy going to be Danny McBride? Now, here's the catch. They they treat your mom like an angel. They're so fucking good to your mom. But none of them want to hang out with you. It's not like they're being a dick to you or they're cruel to you. You just don't get to kick it with them. Who's your new daddy? Well, and he only gave me two options. What do you mean? I already have Ryan Reynolds as a dad. Ah. So, uh, fuck. So really, it's either I'm like nice to mom and give her one of the better looking ones, or I'm nicer to me. Because so either way, they're not going to hang out with me. So I don't. Does that mean they don't hang out with me, or like they completely ignore me all the time? I just think that they're not just going to take over the role as dad where they like, they're hey, let's be go husband and not dad. Yeah, let's go fishing sport. It's probably not going to happen. Um, I know it'd be cool to have Matthew McConaughey. I mean, I would I would take him because it'd be coolest to have out of all them three Matthew McConaughey as a dad. Your mom would take him. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking like if they're not going to hang out with me, I feel like if Danny McBride was uh the dad he'd be a real dick about it. And you said he was they weren't gonna be mean to me, but <laughs> like, get out of here. I'm trying to fuck your mom. <laughs> yep. And then he'd like shut the door in my face. He'd like I'm trying to get pussy, Jack. Go away. <laughs> yeah. I didn't marry her for you. I married her for this. And he points at her pussy. He'd do that. <laughs> yes he would. But there'd be great comic relief around the house. No, there wouldn't. That would suck. I'd hate him. Somebody would be challenging you for the funniest guy in the house, too. There's no challenge. I think I see where this is going, then. I know. He would be the last choice. And also, like, there's no point. Because there's two guys who look pretty good. And then there's Danny McBride tagged (laughs) along. That would just be rude to mom. When it, like she'd be like, she'd probably fucking shoot me in the face if she heard that I got to choose and I passed those two up and gave her Danny McBride. She'd be like, "What did I do to you?" And she'd start hating me. I I think I'll have to go Matthew McConaughey because I can really see the Ryan Reynolds being an asshole as well. I don't know that I want your mother to remarry somebody that's better looking than me though. <laughs> I want her to think that she peaked with me. And that, you know, now that I'm gone, I don't want her to be like, fuck, I should have done this a long time ago. So right? you'd, you'd only have, if she thought like that, y'all have been married like almost 28 years or whatever. Like she would have done that year one. I don't want her to be happy when I'm gone. So <laughs> so you want to give her a Danny McBride? Uh, it's not up to me. I'm sorry. It's not up to me. I don't want somebody to be a dick to her, but 
it'd be Matthew McConaughey. He's like the coolest one. And I feel like Ryan Reynolds, I feel like he's really nice in real life, but at the same time, the way he, his sarcastic voice sounds and everything, I feel like he'd be, he could be very good at being passive aggressive and just really hurtful, like slow burn type things. I, I couldn't have him as a dad. And I and Danny McBride just going to be an asshole and <laughs> bang mom. <laughs> so your official answer? Matthew McConaughey. Okay. They talked about it a little bit more. I want you to kind of hear what they say. Who's your new daddy? Matthew McConaughey, for sure. Really? <laughs> yeah, because he'll yes. probably leave weed around the house. <laughs> <laughs> cool, yeah. You don't think Danny McBride's leaving weed around the house? You know, I don't really know Danny McBride. You know, he's been over to the house three times. What do you mean you don't know him? <laughs> I feel like I know the hay, and like I kind of know Ryan Reynolds, you know? I don't feel like I know Danny. My guess is that he, uh, my guess is that Jack is going to not pick Ryan Reynolds mm -hmm. because he thinks that maybe mom wants a little strange. You know what I mean? Huh? Like if Vince is already too, if Vince is basically Ryan Reynolds as it is, mom wants some strange dick. I think mom's going to, I think wow. uh, Jack's going to choose Danny McBride for mom. <laughs> I think, uh, man. Well, I, anyways, I wonder what he's going to choose. Yeah. He's going to surprise us. I think it's going to be Danny. Definitely Matthew. <laughs> and he's he's the coolest. And I didn't think about the Wii thing. That's cool. And then like out of all three of them, he's the only one who I would let read me a bedtime story. Oh, it'd be so great. I know. He is such a good voice. What do you say we uh call your mom and uh chat it over with her real quick? Sure. All right. Are you gonna set it up like fuck Mary Kill or who she has to choose? Oh so last night. Fuck Mary Kill came up somehow. Yeah. And uh Jack put one towards uh, Olivia of uh three neighbors on our street. And I've done it before with I think those dudes. Yeah. And she's just like, I can't answer that. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad she didn't answer it because I don't I don't want to yeah. hear that she's gonna let the across the street neighbor get in there. That's the fun of it. Uh, is not, the horribleness of fuck Mary Kill. Not when it comes to your wife uh. and having to think about so you know, would, look, would you answer that in front of her? No. If if you like through three of the ladies on our street, it's not going to do a massive fissure in your marriage. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You know, I like fuck Mary Kill, Ryan Reynolds, Danny McBride, and uh, Matthew McConaughey. I'm fine with her yeah, answering you don't that. Care. But the dudes that live on our street, <laughs> the guy that I borrow the fucking hedge trimmers from, no, I, I don't. I don't know. Like, it's just, it makes me, ugh, I just, no, I can't. Because then I'll be mad at him. Why are you fucking my wife in her head? <laughs> Motherfucker. All right, let's give her a call. Hello. Hello, Olivia. This is uh, Vince and Jack from Movie Mug, and you are live on the air right now. How are you today? Fine. Good. Um, Jack just got asked a question from... Uh, Chris over at the Film Stripping Podcast, okay. and I uh, just kind of wanted to get your take on it. The question was, um, say that Vince died, and you were ready to move on, and Me? yeah. Okay. And there were three choices for you to have as a replacement for me. One of them <laughs> is Matthew McConaughey, one of them is Ryan Reynolds, and the other is Danny McBride. Who's Danny McBride? Danny McBride is the funny guy who was in Land of the Lost and um, Hot Rod. Yeah, he's no. like black hair with a beard. Sorry, the dog squeaking a toy. No, not him. Okay. So, so who, who? Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. And Ryan and Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Okay. So. I already chose, by the way. You already chose. Let me. Sorry, the dog squeaking her toy. Um. A good stomp will stop. So. That. Do what? What? What did you say? What? <laughs> I was reading something the other day, some random, I don't know, BuzzFeed article or something about Matthew McConaughey and his personal hygiene. <laughs> he doesn't wear deodorant, like, ever. I but I, I have a feeling that he still smells wonderful. Maybe he does. He <laughs> said he showers all the time, but he never wears deodorant. And but sometimes he just looks greasy. And also, I just feel like he's just, like, too on naturel. <laughs> that that would almost make it just high maintenance. 
Like he's so, so low maintenance that he's high maintenance. Like it's just weird. What do you mean? What are you going to have to do for him? I don't know. Like. Would you do stuff for him you wouldn't do for me? No. Why can't you just wear deodorant and not shower 12 times a day? You know, it feels weird. And Ryan Reynolds was really funny. And he wears deodorant, maybe. I don't know. I get <laughs> either one of them. You have to pick. Why do I have to pick? Because, because that's, that's how it you works. Know, you know I don't like doing shit like this. I, mean, I don't like picking favorites. You're not picking a favorite. You're picking a husband. You're, you're <laughs> picking a replacement. But there's no replacing Vince. That's true. He has to come on here and be corny. <laughs> I mean, am I right? Is there any replacing your dad? Absolutely not. Can't be done. All right, so fuck, Mary kill. I kill that other guy. I don't even... You kill Danny Bride. <laughs> I don't... Well, then if she chooses Mary, then that's the same thing as yeah, what's asking. I know. I'm trying to fucking get her to answer. Choose something. Way. One of them. Please. Uh, I our, get... Our listeners are growing so tired. Okay. Matthew McConaughey. Right. E, me too. That's what I picked. Yeah. Okay. You you want to answer the fuck Mary kill Jack gave you last night? No, I don't. <laughs> ever at all. I will never answer that one. I I feel the same way. I don't ever want you to answer that one either. No, that's gr- no. Thank you. Okay. Well, now's the part where I hang up on you. So love you. Bye. <laughs> hey, one more thing I did think of is I wonder if Chris will ever do an ask Vince. For fathering tips. Because <laughs> I've done such a swell job on raising such a fine young man who just got a promotion, you know? I'm a, yeah. I'm a book of wisdom as far as fathering goes. Yeah, I may have gotten a promotion at 20, but there's been plenty of shit that's happened to me before that that's <laughs> way far outweighs it but you've negatively. But you've turned out semi all right, though. I mean, yeah, for now. Yeah. So, Chris, hey, man, it uh, doesn't just have to be Ask Jack. It can be Ask Vince as well. Uh, it does for, just for father, have to be Ask Me. Fatherly advice. All right, and that was Ask Jack. Uh, 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 uh. Now let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so today came out in 2018. Um, today came out in uh, 2018. Today's movie. Okay. Um, I think last week I was talking about how every single movie I pick, I think it'll be fun and all that. This one, I'm not so sure. It has potential, but I'm <laughs> worried about it. Whenever you hear the title... You're not going to be fucking super pissed or anything. So I know the movie. You've heard of it. Okay. Uh, it's rated PG-13, runtime of one hour and 52 minutes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 29%, while the audience gave it an 81. IMDb gave this 6.7 out of 10 stars. Uh, the Mormon Mothers tell us that there is plenty of violence and that at some point sex is implied. Uh, this movie is called Venom. Oh, the Spider-Man thing. Yeah. Is it Spider-Man? Is he an enemy of Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah, it's Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen this movie. I've not heard good things about it either. He's an anti-hero. It's Tom Hardy, right? And it's Tom Hardy. Yeah. So, yeah, 29% on Rotten Tomatoes is big yikes. Yeah. Then 81% from the audience, and then 6.7 on IMDb. A little bit... On, on all sides of things there. Yeah, I think when we saw the previews, we were like, we're fucking seeing that. And then word started fun. getting out that it was not very good. And I was like, okay, I'll uh, wait for that. And I've never checked it out. I'm pretty sure it'll be fun or cool. I mean, maybe the storyline is shit and everyone hated it, but me and you will be like, oh, whatever. Or I'm, I'm sure the special effects look good. It's 2018 and it's Marvel, so it's got to look pretty fucking good. Will so. you like it more than Grease? I don't know. We'll actually see. What did I give Grease? 67? Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. I kind of doubt it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie bucket pause. And we're back after watching 2018's Venom. Yes. Venom, 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 Venom. Venom, Venom. <laughs> he did not sound like Eminem. That was a reach, man. He sounded like Quagmire. <laughs> giggity, giggity, giggity. Yeah, he sounded, Venom, like, Venom. he sounded like the Quagmire cover of that song. I, th- You know, I mean, we're going to get into the movie here in just a second, but 
I really think they tried too hard to just like as soon as the movie was over, like sometimes movies hit you when it's over with a really rocking song or something to like. And it was Eminem. I'm, I'm sure people liked it. It was stupid. That was a stupid song. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it was a guy or a girl, whatever, rude. who used to be hip, right? I mean, okay, I'm using the word hip, but you know what I mean? They, they used to. Eminem? They used to know what's up and, <laughs> yeah. and, and cool, but it's passed them by, but they're still calling the shots. And nobody, nobody's going to say, dude, yeah. that's a stupid Eminem. So fuck bullshit. Eminem, fucking Slim Shady, man. Yeah. Everybody's going to go ape shit. And, and a lot of kids are like, Slim Shady? Uh. I feel like you either love his new music or you really don't like it. I really don't like it. He's not really my style anyway, so I just kind of don't listen to it. I can appreciate his old stuff. Oh, my gosh. Especially like the interview Dr. Dre talking about the first time they met in the studio. And he dropped the beat for My Name Is. And he said in like five seconds, he started going, Hi, my name is. And mm-hmm. Dr. Dre was like, instantly I knew this was going to be a hit. I rem- like, I know this kid is gold. I remember when I first heard that song, I was in a record store. And that started playing. And it was one of those moments where time stopped. <laughs> and like I looked at the front like, what the fuck is that? Did you go ask someone? Yes. <laughs> and they're yes. like, this is Eminem. I know, right? And, Slim Shady. Yeah, and I took it home. <laughs> Every now and then, a song comes out, and it's just completely different than anything you've ever heard. Like, in a way where you're just, holy shit, what is that? Mm-hmm. And that was one of those songs. But, Venom, 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 giggity, giggity, Venom, Venom. That was stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. Really, really stupid. Yeah. All right, let me give it the 50-cent tour. I'm going to give it a 50-cent tour this time. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but I might not. <laughs> so this is about a dude, Eddie... And uh, Eddie, 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 Eddie. <laughs> Eddie's uh, engaged to be married to Michelle Williams, which is Heath Ledger's ex-wife. Did are they only exes because he died? Or uh, yeah, mm, yeah, that sucks. And Eddie is a uh, investigative reporter. Couple more sentences, and then you're done. Who won't be told what to do, and he really hates this rich guy who is like this super astronaut alien. He's basically like a a villain who's... Villain, villain. A a billionaire, and he just has so much money, and then he starts thinking way too broad, and then he starts thinking, humans are so wasteful, and then continues down the snowball of villainhood. Yeah, so he he sends um, some space men up to uh, space, and they come back with these aliens, and uh, one of the aliens escapes, and uh, they take the other aliens back to the lab, and they're trying to figure out what to do with them, and they're infecting people with them to see, all right, what can we do with these aliens, right? Yeah, can we combine ourselves with them and make, like, the ultimate being? Meanwhile, he fucks over Eddie, and Eddie loses his job, and Eddie loses his uh, fiance, and poor because Eddie. Because he tried to expose him. Mm-hmm. But then he uh, is going to expose him again, and then one of the aliens gets inside his body, and then he comes up with these powers. Uh, this alien is called Venom mm-hmm. and gets inside of him. And kind of like Upgrade, kind of starts telling him what to do. And he has all these badass powers. And then he fights the uh, the dude uh, who also gets a Venom costume, except it's Riot. And, mm, yeah. and then they fight uh, on a spaceship. And uh, Eddie and Venom win the end. Yeah, there you go. You, not, cut, a, you cut it down by like 30 minutes. That's because I had to. That's your newest record. Yeah, not bad. All right, let me uh, see what the internet has to say. Yeah. Journalist Eddie Brock is trying to take down Carlton Drake, the notorious and brilliant founder of the Life Foundation. While investigating (laughs) one of Drake's experiments, Eddie's body merges with the alien Venom, leaving him with superhuman strength and power. Twisted, dark, and fueled by rage, Venom tries to control the new and dangerous abilities that Eddie finds so intoxicating. Yeah, I (laughs) try and think of another fucking corporation. The life foundation. Or- life. Like it, I feel like the the commercials for their foundation would just like a, a British woman with an almost like robotically smooth voice, like like narrating things. And I have like, no idea what, the, what what would that sound like. I don't know. I, I like like a British Siri. But I'm just I can't. <laughs> my brain can't comprehend what that might sound like. I mean, I can't hear it in my head, but I'm just trying to compare it to things. Mm. Well, then. Why don't you give it a shot? Because you're the I'll one. I'll pop the question before you do. <laughs> I I got the balls. I'll say it first. Go ahead. 
No, I'm, I'm saying I have the balls to ask you to do it. But you don't have the balls to do it yourself. No, neither, neither do you. It's but, your, but you're about it, to do it. And, it's your thing. No, it's not. People want to hear the live commercial. I can get up and go. <laughs> <laughs> I have the free will to leave right well, now. I do too. Okay, then, then I would leave too. Great. You really, you're not going to give the people no, what they want? No, I don't want to do it. You hate the show. <laughs> sure, I don't give a fuck if you think that. Speaking of voices, um, guess where Tom Hardy is from? Wales. <laughs> where is Wales? Uh, it's in like UK. It's like the same thing. Okay. You know, we have some listeners in, in the UK and they're probably screaming at you right now. <laughs> well, it's probably the difference between like New Mexico and, and Minnesota. Uh, and okay. Well, have them fucking. <laughs> okay. We could do a challenge. We try and draw or like label each thing in the UK area and they try and label everything in the United fucking States and we'll see how that goes. Texas is going to be like three times bigger than it actually is. California is going to be like half of it. Yeah, like, I mean, they're not going to do it right either. So why, I, why am I required to know where the fuck Wales is? Because I don't. I bet they could at least draw pretty much what the United States looks like. You can <laughs> you cannot draw what the UK looks like. No, I can't. Where the fuck were we even going? Where Where's Tom Hardy from? Oh, yeah. He's Wales, from, right? No. He, well, he's from the UK, right? <laughs> where? I don't know. Scottsboro. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Where, where is Liverpool? It's in England. <laughs> We're a little off tonight because this is not our normal night of podcasting. Yeah, so you get what you get. You get what you get. And you like it. He's from Hammersmith, London, United Kingdom. Why do they have three things? Well, I mean, I, like I'm Los Angeles. San Francisco, California. And they're like... United States. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I would just like to hear his real voice because it was terrible in this. Yeah. I fucking hated it. He like overdid Ugh. a lot of things. His character is very hateable. I just wanted him to shut the fuck up the entire movie. Yes, I started to like him. I hated his voice. I hated it, and I'm starting to think his real voice is terrible because look at the three movies we've seen him in. Three. Look at the other two movies we see him in. Bane, like uh, Batman, where they don't let him talk. Well, they muzzle him. And then Mad Max, where they barely let him talk at all. And when he does, it's more of a, you know, mm-hmm. like a like a grunt. Yeah. He plays Al Capone in an Al Capone movie. If I hear that. Well, and that's going to be a Chicago accent. It's going to be terrible, too. <laughs> just let the dude speak in his normal voice. Quit hiring him for roles. I just, gosh, it was... It was terrible. I hated it was a his little voice. I hated it. What was it? I don't know. Where was he supposed to be from? They were living in San Francisco. I, that is not a California accent. Is that an accent at all? Like, does anybody I in the country? I can't hear it in my head right now. I don't remember what it sounds like. Mm. I just remember looking at him and thinking, like, eh, stop it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he overacted a lot in Ugh. this movie. A lot. There was, I'm not going to shit all over the movie. There was a lot wrong with it. And yeah, there's plenty <laughs> for me. Hey, but before we really get rolling on this, you said something in the truck on the way to uh, get food. I was talking about Grease, and you said, yeah, it was a good movie. And I was like, well, it was a pretty good movie. I was like, what? And you're like, yeah, this is a slow burn. Yeah, so, it's uh, one of those things where so, uh, I look back on it, and I say, yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, and I look back on it fondly. I mean, what else am I to say? How fondly? <laughs> it would pass. Okay. Would it be a B? Yeah. It would? Yeah. Would it be a B plus? I, not, I don't know. Like, I, I can't score it again. That's not how this works. No, I so. know. I know. But you can, like, You're we've gone breaking back. breaking the rules. No, we've gone back in the past and talked about how we, we uh, gave Wolf of Wall Street uh, a shitty score. And yeah, that's because we were allowed to rescore, like, three movies. We didn't. They're not officially rescored, though. Yeah. They're they're in the. Uh, I and mean, that the, was for a special episode. Yeah. They're they're still in the movie mug and vault as yeah. what we gave them. Yeah, he's staring at me. <sighs> I'm not cooperating. No, you're really not. So speaking of voices, once Venom took over, Tom Hardy was just sitting there, and then this voice is like hungry, mm-hmm. food, and I'm just like, really? Yeah, it was stupid. Come on, man. <laughs> Before I even sat back down, or you sat over there, I was like, he did not like this movie. What made you think that? 
Because there's just no way you did. This was a Jack pick. This was a Jack movie. You did not like it. I did. <laughs> I could just feel it. It was written all over it, man. Like, I started really enjoying it. And, like, they're, they're fighting. I love the effects. I love how Venom looked. And, of course, the whenever Venom was talking, the lips didn't, or the teeth didn't really match up. But I, mean, I was willing to look over that. The acting was pretty terrible. <laughs> but, I mean, it was just, it was, I had one of those, like, doors that I could open. Most of the time it's locked, but this time it was open where I could look past literally every blemish and enjoy the only good parts of the movie, which I, I love their bond. I thought it was just, I, I thought it was funny at some times. I thought it was cool. I love the powers and the action. Like, he's on the motorcycle. It's kind of stupid that the hands were taken over, and it was making him do things that he didn't want to do at first, and then he, like, did the cool slide and bullet shields, and it, it, it's such a cool concept, and shape-shifting, like, I'm not that is one of the best superpowers. So, like, I that just erased all of the bad things for me, seeing, like, the fighting, and, and I thought the story was cool. And I thought it was a little dumb that the one that crashed in Malaysia came all the way to San Francisco to to take the doctor or whatever, Cauliflower Drake. And, of course, the alien got in this little girl in a polka dot dress. <laughs> and it got into an old lady, too. It's just the people no one would expect. You see something, and you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, a little girl walking creepily alone. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you know... There was a lot of cliche in this movie. Uh, it was very, very cookie cutter. It was. In a lot, a lot of ways. You've seen this movie a lot of times. <laughs> it just has different players. I mean, it's you know what's going to happen. You do. You don't know all the fine points of what's going to happen, like exactly, but you know what's going to happen. You give a very good rough draft. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's not hard. Very enjoyable for me, though. So I'm just going to go down my notes. Like, I, I don't want to just go down the story. Because I, I did a really good job of breaking down exactly what this was about. Yeah. So I just want to kind of go down my notes and just kind of have some conversations based off that. Do it. So he's down on his luck. He lost his job. He lost his woman. He's sitting at a bar. How many movies do you see where somebody's down on their luck and so they're sitting at this bar and all the bars look exactly the fucking same? Yeah. Do and you, he already knows the guy behind the counter. Uh-huh. I'm just going to call bullshit. I think that's a made-up TV and movie thing. Do you? That if somebody's down on their luck, I don't. and they go fucking cry in a, in a glass of Jack and Coke at a bar and just tell the bartender all their troubles. I think that's bullshit. I don't. I think it... I bet you ask any bartender, and they've had some old haggard man who his wife left him and just comes in and like talks to him and drinks just scotch. I'm not plain. saying that's never happened. I just think they want you to think that anybody who's down on their luck in a movie, that's the next scene that you see them in is drinking at a bar, probably being drunk, telling shit to the bartender who's kind of rolling his eyes. Somebody sits down next to him. And that's why you should never get married. I'm telling you, man, their <laughs> women are all bitches. And, and yeah, and bimbo. And, and, then, and then somebody saddles up beside him and is like, hey, you need to shut your mouth. What are you going to do? And, you know, it just. That doesn't happen, man. I'm telling you, that's... Not often. That's bullshit. It's that's, not bullshit, but it doesn't happen often. That, that's a, a movie fallacy. I'm just calling it right now. I, I, you heard it here that first. That is such a dumb thing to call a fallacy. I just don't buy it. So somebody who lost everything, they're like, fuck it. Like, my life's over. Might as well drink myself to death at a bar. You don't think that ever happens? Because you're straight up saying that that doesn't exist. I, I'm if it's saying a movie fallacy. You're no, no, no. It only happens in movies and not real life. Movies make you think that anytime you lose a job, you lose a, a <laughs> spouse, you you lose at a fucking pee wee soccer tournament, that you're going to go to a bar and you're going to cry in your drink. They just be like moping me, around. They make you think that it happens in literally <laughs> but nine out of ten movies. You said they make you think you're going to do that. No, I I'm never going to do that. I, I get sad and I lose in a fucking soccer game. Well, I'm going to go home and I'm going to shower and I'm going to play video games. Right. You're uh, not going to go to a bar because that <laughs> shit doesn't happen. And I'm 20 years old. Even if I was fucking, fucking 38, I wouldn't do that. Exactly. But that's just me and you. But if a fucking Wall Street guy, some like greasy Wall Street guy loses his job, his wife leaves him and like smacks him in the face and wrecks the house and takes the kids... I see the guy's future in a bar. I see him knee-deep in hookers and cocaine, if he's a Wall Street guy. Okay, okay, so that could be another fucking thing. 
I have movie fallacy. They think now that shit happens on Wall Street, and you're gonna go snort cocaine off a hooker's ass. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, people do that too, and people who aren't party creatures, they'll fucking drink themselves to death in a bar. They're both just as likely as the other. I know if I had the choice. Yeah, uh, because hooker's ass and cocaine. If you could just put it as. Alcohol or cocaine, and I've lost everything. My life is guaranteed over cocaine yeah, easily. One hundred. I'm going to snort the fuck out of it and die that night. Damn. I mean, no, no sense in dragging it on. Jeez. And if it's really that bad, then just, I mean, if you're going to end it slowly and painfully in a bottle, yeah, that would suck. Or or slowly and painfully with cocaine, just like have one amazing night. I don't think it's both. You don't do anything slowly with cocaine. I don't think. <laughs> Yeah. You're going out in a blaze of glory on that. Yeah. All right, here's another movie fallacy from this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Eddie goes to uh, the doctor's office with uh, his ex-fiance's new boyfriend, I guess. Yeah, as a doctor. Yeah. And he's doing all these tests, and uh, he gets his labs back in like four hours. (laughs) Yeah, it takes... You don't fucking get out of the waiting room in four hours at a doctor's office. I mean, nowadays, you don't even get in. So you like the interaction between Eddie and Venom. Once Venom came into his body and kind of started taking over and talking to him, you enjoyed their... In the beginning, everything had to grow on me. I, I, start, I didn't like Eddie. I thought he was very annoying. Oh. But he started to grow on me. And Venom, at first, it was, it was really weird. The hungry and like I hated watching him like getting like the lobster thing at the fancy restaurant and start eating that. Like, like I didn't like that. I really didn't. You were squirming during that part. Yeah, it was like it's so uncomfortable, and the way the people react reacted was so not real either. Once they started like working together, and there was more powers happening, like I was able to. They both grew on me a lot, and I liked them both. There was like, a Venom was a loser from his planet, just like fucking Eddie. So it was like, wow, perfect. It was cheesy, but. It was so cheesy. It was a movie that was cheesy, but I liked it. So cheesy. It it was we we said it a couple of weeks ago. It was like a kids movie in a way. It's like they were trying to get kid laughs I because mean, I didn't see a drop of blood either. So the the part that really made me look, I was not checked out, but I was like, you know, this this is not my thing. But when Venom was pretty new inside Eddie, and the people showed up and they they have their lasers trained on him, and he's like, I'm putting my hands up. And then I was like, no, we're Uh-oh. putting them down. Nope, putting them up. No, putting them down. No, I'm going to put them back up. No, we're putting them down. I was like, Could you shut the fuck up, man. That was stupid, yeah. That was that so was, stupid. Like, that was like the first, that was so early in the movie. I know, but why I can't not believe just... you started checking out that fast. I, mean, I didn't check out. I just and, and it wasn't so early in the movie. This movie took forever for something to finally happen. It did take a while. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But that was probably like minute, like 25. 25 minutes that's, is a long time. But that's pretty early for a two-hour movie. There wasn't much substance in that first 25 there minutes. There really wasn't. Just getting to hate Eddie a little bit more, his character. I mean, if he, if they were to just come in and he'd have put his hands up, and, Ed, and then yeah. Venom would have said something like, let's go, or something, yeah. and then he just starts fucking up people, or you guys just made a terrible mistake, or just the whole arguing yeah. with himself. It's like, stop it, it's man. Just, you missed a good opportunity. It's just the conflict, and it's Marvel- Really is just kids' movies for adults that act like kids. It was a kid argument conflict, though. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, I, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah. I was able to look past it. <laughs> Fucking Venom started getting sarcastic and uh, you owe me an apology and stuff like that and just became, I don't know, it, it was it was weird. But I was thinking, you know what? Well, he's a softie. The only reason he didn't want to end the human race anymore is because he liked Eddie. Okay, but you had a problem with fucking... PG Uh-oh. Gorman from Gygax becoming <laughs> a softie. So that movie was so shit. But he became a softie. He came down ready to fucking kill everybody and everything. He became a softie, yet that was shit. But okay. then Venom comes down. He's fucking meaner and badder. And 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 then he becomes this softie. Okay, we'll have it your way, Eddie. Well, yeah, one was Let's for- have a cupcake, Eddie. <laughs> I don't know. It just it just comes down to taste. PG Gorman was one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but Venom I thought was pretty good, and I will stand by that until the day I die. PG Gorman fucking sucked. I like the concept of this movie. Oh yeah, I, I like it a lot, and I think 
like I wasn't really happy with the amount of tongue that we had to see in this movie because oh when he licked the thing's face well and just he'd open his mouth and that tongue would just go flopping around it just, oh I I like that I just I, it's I, I a, a stylistic little, like it is a style yeah it's part of it he's a big creepy monster who loves to eat humans and he's like so juicy so tasty so it makes sense if he had a big ass tongue and he could lick up somebody's face like didn't Freddy Krueger do that I'm pretty sure Freddy Krueger licked some girl's face in the movie he might have. But it's or creepier when a man... Her, her fart box. What? I said, or he tongue punches her fart box. <laughs> Pretty sure that didn't happen, although I haven't seen Dream Warriors. <laughs> sometimes the tongue works, sometimes it doesn't, but when it comes to like a... That's what she said. <laughs> it is. Uh, sometimes when it, when it comes to a fucking a big monster who looks badass and wants to nothing more than to... He's, he looked at a dude and he's like, so many snacks, the liver, the pancreas, the brain, like all of that. And the guy's freaking out like the big tongue that's sal he's salivating constantly as he's saying it. And it's coming through these big ass sharp teeth. Like it, it totally worked for me. I totally liked it. I didn't hate, hate it. I hated a lot of it. The movie or the tongue? No, I hated the tongue. Like a, a little bit I'd have been okay with, but that thing was hanging out way too much. I'm not in love with the way that Venom looked, but it it worked. And what are they going to do? And so I was sitting over there thinking, okay, you know what? I would probably watch the second one just just to watch it. But then, you know, it's a Marvel movie, so you got to wait through all the credits for uh, for like the little end uh. scene. And so it's Eddie, and he's going to San Quentin to see somebody, and he goes in this cell, and it's Woody Harrelson. Wearing this god awful ginger wig. It's not that wasn't even ginger. That was like magenta. <sighs> it was like <laughs> red. He looked so fucking stupid. <laughs> he looked like a fool. It, it was like he went to Party City and was trying something. Right. On. <laughs> it's like Marvel. Really? I'm supposed to watch that and go, holy shit! I can't wait to see these two fight. Come on. I'd be okay with that. I don't I don't he looks I don't stupid. care so deeply about Venom and the comics. I've never read that shit and I've never seen Venom in anything. I've just heard about it. So I don't really care what some dude's hair looks like. And Woody Harrelson looks dumb with that head of hair. Thank you. But it's like that doesn't ruin the movie for me. Like you're like, I can't stand to see him in the <laughs> hair. That hairdo is ruining this whole movie. And I and I'm over here like oh, I look at them fight though. That's cool. You'll do that accent, but you won't do the the lady from. I'm fucking from the south. It comes naturally. <laughs> I'm not from fucking Wales or Southampton, whatever. Hammersmith. <laughs> but. I love Woody Harrelson. Like, I I'm a do. fan of Woody Harrelson. Too much pride when it comes to watching movies. But then I saw him in that, and I'm like, I've never seen a stupider looking human being than that. That just it was, it was so bad. <laughs> Please admit that that was so it bad. Was so bad. Thank but you. you. Just you would let anything ruin a movie for you. That's not true. <laughs> yes, you would. I guess I, you I liked was, PG Gorman, so and you wouldn't let anything ruin. The I movie. sat through "Stranded at the Drive-In" and still enjoyed Grease, <laughs> and that that song's terrible. It really was "Stranded at the Drive-In." I we're gonna watch the second one. Branded is a fool, <laughs> but I know mean, you would just. I I feel like I would just hear you sighing every time he came on the screen. I sit and wonder why so you bad. left me. <laughs> oh, Sandy. <laughs> I sat through that, right? That yeah. didn't ruin a movie for me, and that was painful. <sighs> I wasn't looking for things to ruin this movie for me. Tom Hardy <laughs> gave me that reason pretty quick yeah. with his annoying accent. I was like, I hope he doesn't like act bad. Oh, he did. Yeah, he really did. I, I was thinking, this is not a leading man. That's what I was thinking. What, this is, this is, and he may be a great actor, like Mad Max was great. He wasn't oh, yeah. really Furiosa was the the leading uh, yeah. actress in that, but, but it blew up Tom Hardy. But he was fantastic in that. Bane that was a forgettable Batman. I mean Heath Ledger, Joker. Joker's always been the greatest, in my opinion, greatest villain of all time, and at least in like the superhero universe. So to have him, especially the Heath Ledger version, come before the Bane one, like what a horrible mistake. Mm -hmm. Especially fucking. Bane portrayed as just a regular looking dude, not how it's supposed to be. I mean, maybe in some universes, but the first Bane I ever saw was from one of the Batman games, 
and he's like the biggest like muscle. He just looked like a big muscle, and he's like had this drug flowing through his blood called Titan. So it really makes him like blow up and be huge. And he has like the mask on. Like I mean, you can't really do that in a movie without like CGI or a horrible looking costume. So their hands were tied, but still. They, they do cool shit in movies all the time. They definitely could have done it, better than it that. It was fucking Batman. Who am I kidding? Like and, They could have done whatever they wanted. And like. it would have been nice if I could have understood one word that he said. Okay, we've seen the movie once. I feel like if we watched it again, we'd understand a lot better. I don't We feel- went to the theaters. We only went and saw it because mom had some friends over, and we did not want to sit around and talk with them. Is that why we went? Yes. Who was here? The n- Oh. So you're like, hey, you want to go around? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'll do anything. Like, I don't want to be here either. <laughs> and and so, yeah, we went and fucking saw it just for the moment. It was on, and we're like, okay, yeah, let's go. And yeah. so at the theaters, I things, I the sound is very different than sitting at your home watching the TV. So Bane with the fucking a big microphone in a big ass stadium. <laughs> It would be super hard to understand there. I feel like... How many times would you have asked him, huh? <laughs> Two. I, uh, I, huh? Would, I wouldn't have asked because he would have crushed me. You'd have just done nodded. The, the fucking Batman backbreaker on me. Oh, and also Woody Harrelson's character is named Cletus Cassidy. Just to... He's a serial killer. Add uh, insult to injury, I think. Serial killer. I didn't think that name was that stupid. Okay, Cletus. And Cletus is a fucking horrible name. Yeah. It should be forbidden. I did. I heard Cletus, or read Cletus Cassidy and didn't shit my pants in anger. I don't know. He had the red hair, and now his name is Cletus Cassidy? I feel like... I will not stand for this. I feel like I'm sitting across from Cletus Cassidy right now. Yeah. Uh, like, it's just... You're a little ridiculous. So I, You're a little bit salty after the movie, and for that to come at the end, you nitpicked everything. Well, and I got to go to work tomorrow, too, so <laughs> that might be part of it. Yeah. So I think I could fix this movie. It should have been R. Yes. It should have been R. There should have been less dialogue, more dark shit. Mm-hmm. If they'd have made this R and done it right, this would have been a really good movie. I think so as well. I think there should have been blood. I mean, obviously, a dude got his head bitten off, but... The only blood that I saw in this movie is whenever Tom Hardy gets impaled, and it's just like you see a dark stain on his shirt from a, kind of afar. Like, whenever you're dealing with people getting sliced by a big scythe and their heads bitten off and there's no blood, it fucks things up. But I don't know. this. It didn't really bother me in this movie. I definitely noticed, but I knew there wasn't going to be blood beforehand, and it's PG-13 and it's Marvel, so I wasn't expecting it. So... Is Marvel ever going to get on the R bus? I doubt it. I mean, did they there, not there's see too many kids who fucking love these characters? And for a kid to not be able to go see his new Spider Man movie because his parents won't let him, that's going to be heartbreaking. Like, parents would hate it. I'm not asking for Thor or Iron Man or Spider Man to be I, R. I'm I'd sign- love to be able to see Thor throw his hammer through somebody's chest cavity. That would, like, he uh, throws it and then they're like, you missed me. And they're like, hey, and it comes back through their head or something like, come it, on. Thor, those movies work like that. But if you're going to go yeah. with some dark shit like Venom, just grab your balls and do what's right and make an R-rated one and say, fuck the kids. This one's for dad. Right? <laughs> yeah. Joey can go see the fucking Avengers Age of Nexus or whatever the next one's going to be. Age of Nexus. Yeah. Just That's a little, pretty good try. Just, uh, you know. And, and combine Age of Ultron and make, Nexus. Make a couple Marvel movies for daddy. Right? Make daddy happy. All right. Let's get into favorite parts. Uh, I liked whenever the two Venoms or when Venom fought Riot because it showed Riot's like shape-shifting abilities and that was cool. But I would say probably just the chase scene. In the very beginning, when he has first got Venom, and he's trying to get the fuck away. It was not the beginning, just FYI. Yeah, whatever. He was, like, the people came to his house, and Venom was like, don't open the door. And then the doorbell rang, and he opened the door, and it was the guys, and the hands up, hands down thing happened that you hated. And hands hated. up and hands down. <laughs> Tell me what you're going to do now. Fish. Got Fred Durst. I showed you a video of him the other day. <laughs> he looked like a middle school teacher. No, I said he looked like the guy you'd see in the park walking his dog, man. <laughs> yeah, like the middle school Oh, my gosh. Teacher. All right. But 
Yeah, he so he beats all of them up, and he doesn't quite know what's going on. It's a lot like Upgrade. He's getting these powers, and it's like he really doesn't know. Obviously, later he'll embrace them. But he's riding away on his motorcycle, and there's a big car chase, and he's dodging things, and Venom's... I don't like... So Tom Hardy could be facing the complete wrong way and Venom would notice something and shoot a tendril out of Tom Hardy's back and grab somebody and like slam him against the wall. Like he has 24 seven, 360 degree protection. Like uh, Venom is just so cool. I love that. One of my favorite parts was probably when they were fighting near the spaceship and uh, Michelle Williams' character ran up into some control room a long way away, and she happened to look at a monitor, and it was focused perfectly just on on those two fighting. I, I laughed out loud at that, <laughs> and so did you. I think my favorite part was when Venom got inside him, and then he was escaping the lab, and he like just had these powers and didn't even realize it. Like He knocked down the door, and he jumped by the fence and just ripped the fence down. He was going to try and climb a fence, but he went straight uh-huh. through it. Knocking like fallen trees. He's just busting through them. I, I thought that was pretty cool. A, a he f- chased through the woods with people shooting at you. That, that yeah. does a little something for me. And he, he fell down and like got back up in a way a human could mm-hmm. never physically do. Yeah. And it was a little foggy. Yeah. It was like an early morning. There's still the dew on the plants and stuff. Like It was a perfect. That was good, too. All right. Uh, bucket of chicken? I guess whoever created Venom. It's just such a good idea. I'll uh, I'll give my bucket of chicken, I guess, to... Uh, and there wasn't a good actor in this movie. I feel like I'll, I'll just give it to the concept. All right, score time. Man, I'm going to give this one pretty high. I mean, like, I, I really was worried a lot during the beginning and middle-ish because it did go a while. And I was like, fuck, like, this is going to be bad. And then it really grew on me, and then it really grew on me, and then I really liked it, and I, it's like my brain wipes away some of the bad stuff, so I can't really tell. That's how we protect ourselves from our childhood uh, traumas. Yeah, so I think I'll give this a 90. Wow. I really, really enjoyed it. I love the concept. I really want to see the second one, and I know this is not deserving of a 90. I mean, by I, no means. If I, you say it as it is. It's obviously... Obviously, our scores are different from what a movie deserves, or mine is, because we score based on how we feel after the movie, so so many of our scores would change. So, like, Gladiator, that movie does not deserve a 61, it's how I felt. So this movie, I don't think it deserves a 90, but I'm really feeling that. So I just want to let y'all know, I know this movie was not very good, but I I just, I loved it. And that's 100% okay. Yeah. All right, so this movie... A lot of cliches. Cookie cutter as hell. Yeah. Horrible acting. Too much extra cheese for <laughs> me. Uh, yeah, the acting was terrible. I'm, it was a big letdown. Michelle Williams was just awful. And she may be a great actress, but it was she was awful, awful, awful. And Tom Hardy, I mean, maybe he was playing the character exactly like they wanted him to, but I thought he was just terrible too. And his accent was just awful. They didn't have to do that. Why, man? Why can't you just... Just let him talk. Why do you got to talk like that? He could just be like uh, Sandy, just someone who moved from Australia. But yeah. Instead of someone who moved from where? Who the fuck Wales. knows? Liverpool. No, I'm talking about who the fuck knows where he was even supposed to be from yeah. in the United it States. It doesn't matter. It's just a complete made up accent yeah. that nobody has. If and so, it was awful. If you're filming a, a movie and it's supposed to take place in fucking like Tennessee or something, and there's a, a British person in it. I mean, some people will probably be like, what the hell? But it, like, it doesn't actually matter. So this movie, it started so, so slow. And I remember thinking, God. But once it got going, once he got the powers, which you knew he was going to get, there was no point where I was like, all right, I want to turn this piece of shit off. All right. I'm not saying that I... didn't reach that point. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed parts of it, but I'm 61. Oh, I was expecting way less. No. I thought you were about to say like 42 or... 38. I thought you're going to be like real, really, really fail. No. 61 I, is not way in the deep end of fail. No, like I said, I didn't hate, hate, hate it. It wasn't awful, awful, awful. It certainly wasn't a 29. Yeah. For me, it was just kind of, all right. It was one of those movies where once the action was happening, you're watching it and it's like, okay, yeah, this yeah. is good action. At the very least, it was just filler action that was better than doing nothing. You know? <laughs> yep. It was just yep. one of those things where if it comes on and you saw it, you're like, oh, that was pretty cool. And maybe if the uh, family comes back over, we'll we'll go see uh, Venom 2 
um, the battle versus Cletus Cassidy. I think it's Venom 2, there will be Carnage. Oh. That was a good try. There will be Cletus. That would be funny. All right, got anything else? I don't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 124 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin, or you can email us at moviemuggin at gmail.com. And um, fuck you, Governor, and uh, have a Movie Muggin day. Bye. I can squirt much further distances these days and larger amounts of liquid.